welcome back to Nope, I'm Scared, Ghosts and Ghouls. Um, we are a true crime podcast. Yeah, I'm Alexa. I'm Ella. And it's Terrified Tuesday. Terrified Tuesday. I don't know what I'm going to be scared about this episode because it's been a crazy week, guys. Yeah, as been discussed off microphone, things have been pretty stressful. Um, so here we are. And also, I started looking into a different case before, and I was like, oh yeah, I've been wanting to do this case. And then into- yeah but like the reason i didn't do this one was because the date ends up around christmas and so i was like this would be a really good christmas case so it's just gonna have to wait until december that's true we do have a lot of cases where we're like we're gonna wait until it's the right time yeah we really like to do cases in times that are like this was happening around now uh, it's so much fun, you know? Yeah. And so, I, especially since that's a bigger case that most people know of or remember. So, I mean, you'll probably have no idea what I'm talking about, and I will shame you on that episode. But yeah, other people will know about it. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, not a ton of business to discuss about the podcast. Or anything else. Um, yeah. You bet your bitch is already decorating for fall because fuck summer. It's already started, guys. Yeah, I I hate I hate it. I have Halloween stuff going up, and my house has leaves and uh, pumpkins, and so yeah. Don't come for me. I don't care. <laughs> What you in the fuck summer? No, I know, but there's some people that are heavily on the I love summer bandwagon, and it makes zero sense to me because, like, sure, people loved summer when they were kids because you were like, ah, no school, I do nothing all day. But, like, now, I mean, sure, I'm not in school anymore, but, like, I'm still, like, I have to work, and it's too hot to go do things, and... You know, I'm no longer a child, so I have to pay for everything that I want to do. And that definitely just takes a lot of the magic out of summer. I'm just hot. Hot and broke. There's something else to it right now. Yeah. I'm just hot and broke and frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, but since it is still summer, I decided to blend both my summer summer season currently, as well as my Halloween interests with my local attractions. Oh? Yes. What? Do you want to guess? Local? How local are we talking? Very local to me. Long Beach? Is it something with Disneyland? No. But sort of indirectly. I don't know. You're going to feel so dumb. You're going to feel so dumb. I don't know what's in... There's nothing in Long Beach. Yes, there is. Think. (laughs) There's a very big something in Long Beach. The Queen Mary? Yes, it's the Queen Mary. (laughs) The one time I was able to get it for (laughs) The the one thing. (laughs) The one thing that is ginormous. One thing everyone knows about Long Beach. 
Um, so yeah, this is the episode about the Queen Mary. Yeah, do it. Okay, so it was made in Scotland, I believe around like the 1920s or 30s, something like that. I believe most of British ships were built in Scotland, um, including the Titanic, I believe. Right? Am I right? Or am I, like, delusional? I think, I mean, I can double-check you later. Because, like, wasn't, I mean, this is, this is not very big fact-checking, but isn't there, like, a line in the Titanic movie where she's, like, concerned about the ship and he's like, oh no, this was built by a bunch of Scottish men, so we did it right. And it has been so long since I've seen that movie, you cannot ask me any questions about it. <laughs> Could they have both fit on the door? Okay, yes. That is... That, like, draw me like one of your French girls. That's about all I got. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. We're not remembering <laughs> the queen herself. Um, no. can't remember her goddamn name right now. Uh, Kathy Bates? Yes, Kathy Bates. Yes. We remember Kathy Bates, though. I know she's in the movie, but I think she has, like, one line. No, she's pretty prominent. Then no, no, I don't remember her. I just know she's in the movie. She's like one of those. She's one of the ladies who was like they they like look down upon her because she's um, thicker and because she comes from new money. And she's the one that helps Jack um, at the dinner that he gets invited to and like gets him dressed and teaches him how to eat properly. And then. Um, she she's also the one that like forces Rose's mom onto the lifeboat, and then when they're like, "We have to go back," she's like the only person on the Ridge People boat going, "That's your husband's. Those are people. We have to go back." And they and then the dude that's like manning the oars of the lifeboat is like, "There'll be one less spot on this boat if you don't shut up." And then she sits down. So it's like, she's pretty great in that movie. I, yeah, I remember that scene in the boat where they're like, be quiet. <laughs> that's, it, that's all I got. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to cut out a ton of this Titanic talk because it has nothing to do with the Queen Mary. Completely unrelated. Completely, I'm pretty sure that the Titanic was already sunk by the time that this boat was built. Uh, what? was boat built, Alexa? Huh? When was this boat built? I said it was like the 20s or the 30s. I think it was around the 30s because it was it made its first voyage in like 1936. So I'm guessing it was the late 20s to 30s. So the ship would have been sunk because Titanic sank in 1914. Yeah, so it's like it was like 14, April 14. <laughs> anyway, so there's a huge rumor about how the, the ship got its name. Because I guess at the time, all of the ships ended in, like, I-A, like the ya sound, you know? Um, so they were originally going to name it after Queen Victoria. But the rumor is that when they had to go to the king to be like, this is what we want to name the ship, like, he had to sign off on all the names of the ships. So they went there and they were like, dear King George V, we would love to name our ship after the greatest queen in history. And the king was like, my wife would love that. And his <laughs> his wife was named Queen Mary. 
not Queen Victoria. And so they were like, well, fuck, we can't be like, actually, uh, <laughs> not not your consort, dear King George V. We would like, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Well, yeah, Queen Mary is the perfect name. Wanted it the whole time. Excellent. You know the best God-ordained ruler. So they ended up naming it Queen Mary. <laughs> But it's, yeah, yeah. It, again, it's a it's a rumor, but uh, it was on the official Queen Mary website, so you, I, you know it's fun. Yeah, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. So the first voyage was uh, May twenty seventh, nineteen thirty six, and this ship had like everything in it. It had like a bunch of suites. It had like two pools, one for first class people, one for second class people, because you know, it's the old times um, and classism. And it had like two cocktail bars, a ballroom, uh, freaking a, a bunch of crap. A bunch of crap was in this boat. But it was like the people were criticizing it because it appeared too traditional because it looks very much like the Titanic a lot. And people were like, it's old fashioned now. Um, but it was very fast. Respect. And so for three years, it was just a passenger cruise line. Doesn't seem like there were any issues. Um, but then in 1939, Europe is in World War II, right? World War II, bad. Um, so because the ship was so fast and so large, they ended up converting it into a troop ship which would, you know, go from, I think, primarily Australia and New Zealand and bring men back to fight in Britain. And so they, like, ripped out all the luxury from the boat and they painted the whole ship gray and named it the Grey Ghost. Oh, shit. That, that's fun right there. I love that. I mean, tell, like, have I made you watch the movie Ghost Ship? Because, like... You have indeed watched the movie Ghost Ship. What? You have indeed watched the movie okay, Ghost Ship. Okay, because, like, I found that movie much earlier than I should have found that movie. Also, it's not that great. Like, you watch it back, you're just like, okay. Um, I hated, like, the first five minutes because that line snaps. Yeah, it's super gory. It's very violent. Uh, it's kind of cheesy. Um, but, you know, is still funny and fine to watch. Um, but yeah, so this whole, like, it just feels very ghost shippy. But all it did was pick up people and sail them thousands of time miles away. Uh, and it did it a lot. Like, at one point it carried, I believe, the, like, record for the most sh passengers on a cruise line, which was, like, over 15,000 people to the point that people were sleeping on the deck because there was no space. This really um, feels like a Scooby-Doo episode. Okay. <laughs> the Grey Ghost. Grey Ghost carrying all these people goes super fast and disappears into the night. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't super fast. It was just fast for a ship that size. Also, in the olden days. Yeah, in the old times, before we had, you know, the things that we have now. Mm-hmm. 
um, the giant fucking like ships that planes land on. Crazy. It's crazy to me. Yeah, all the military ships. Crazy mm-hmm. days. Uh, so in 1942, it was off the coast of, I believe, Ireland, and it was getting escorted into shore by other ships. There's rumors that it was told to not stop for any reason. And it accidentally sailed over one of the escort ships, completely sli- slicing it in half. And it killed 239 people in this this accident. Um, that is one of my worst nightmares. To get, like, crushed by a giant ship. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's scary, especially if you're, like, a little boat. I would just jump, just jump off the boat at that point. Just jump off the boat and swim. Yeah, just try whatever you can. Just keep going. I also read something about it, like, getting hit by, like, a massive wave um, and almost completely topsizing, but I guess that didn't happen because it's still here. I don't like massive waves either. They also yeah, that's that's if if we're gonna go off more boat movies, that's the movie Poseidon. Also, not that great, but still interesting. <laughs> like apparently, I just know a lot of fucking boat movies. I don't know. Everyone should just go watch the one with Chris Pine in it, where he's in the Coast Guard. Okay, so then after the war, they spent some time transporting war brides to Canada. Did you know there was such a thing as war brides? I don't. What is a war bride? War brides were women who got married to military men during the both wars, both big wars, um, and then would get like expedited immigration back with also possible children that they had had during the time that their husbands were at war and they would it, like largely they came to Canada and I think like we in the US also like let 300,000 war brides oh, wow. immigrate so like a lot a lot of people um so then after that it just went back to being a passenger ship and then it finally retired from service in 1967 because it wasn't able to keep up with, like, the airlines now because that was better. And it just wasn't making enough money to warrant all the money it took to keep the boat in the water. So um, it took its last and 1,000th trip across the Atlantic all the way down through Brazil to Panama um, until it ended up in Long Beach. Wow. 1,000. That's crazy. 1,000. I mean, it's the Vasco ship. I think it said that the one of the fastest times it went from New York to England was like two days, like, 22 hours and some odd middens. It, like, was super fast. Not super fast. Fast gray ghost ship, you know? Yeah. I think they should have just left it as the gray ghost. I mean, it does sound good, but, like, also, I mean, the fact that it's not named after the correct Queen Mary of Scotland, um, 
means like it's far less interesting because she isn't the you know the bloody mary of legend i know she's just a queen mary not the queen mary not the queen mary no um, so since coming to Long Beach, it's changed hands literally so many times, I cannot keep up with it. Like, I tried to, like, be like, okay, this person, then this, then this, and then this, and then Disneyland, and then what? And then no? And then now city? No, not city. Okay. Oh, yes. For sure city now. It's so confusing. I don't understand how that happened. What? It has been, it has been, like, bought and sold to various people so many times. That's wild. Okay. But yeah, you asked me about Disneyland, but no, but it was bought by Disney quietly in 1984. <laughs> um, they were apparently playing... I know. I I do. I mean, they were eventually, they were, like, playing around with an idea of making, like, an ocean, uh, like, theme park, which event, which eventually they ended up doing in, I think, Tokyo instead, but, and I think I also heard a rumor that they were thinking about making the Queen Mary into, like, a haunted mansion experience, which is, like, it basically is now, just not through Please. Disney, um, but they ended up selling it in 1988, and it made... Disney's California Adventure instead. <laughs> okay. So, who knows what that would have been like? A little curious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, long. I don't like California Adventure, but like, I'm curious. I mean, I do like California Adventure. Um, I think that Disney owns too many things, though. Like they own okay. the Anaheim Angels, and they built that thing, and it's. <laughs> What? You didn't know that? Yeah, they own the Anaheim Angels, I believe. I think they, I mean, they own ESPN, so I'm not surprised. But I know that they at least constructed the um, stadium, and that's why there's, like, a waterfall in the stadium, and then, like, fireworks shoot out of rocks, because Disney Imagineers. So, you know. So much new information today. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't heard me say they they own too many things. So that's the problem. Um, and I'm no longer affiliated with the company, so it's fine. Uh, so the city of Long Beach now has complete ownership and control of the Queen Mary. And I kept seeing headlines like in the last month where the like the city council was trying to figure out what to do with the ship and to much of my, most of the community's distress they were having discussions on whether or not they should like keep the ship preserve it make it a historical monument repair it like or if they should just scrap it for metal or sink the ship into the ocean could that have that wouldn't do anything <laughs> It also sounded like it was going to be more expensive to scrap the ship for metal and sink it. So I mean, they're making plenty of money off of it today. Oh, apparently it doesn't make a ton of money, but it is used as a restaurant, attraction, and hotel. Um, so I think what the latest news I've heard is that they're planning to keep it the way it is now as the hotel and entertainment attraction. 
because yeah, they do host ghost tours and the haunted Queen Mary every Halloween. Mm, we haven't been to that, but we should. We should I yeah, uh, I've never been. I don't know exactly how I feel about doing all the Halloweeny things this this October because I don't know what's going on with the world right now. Uh, we can drive in once. Some drive throughs, pickies. Yeah, that'd be fun. But getting didn't do anything. Yeah, I mean, I had a good Halloween day. That was nice. I loved staying in my house and watching movies and eating crap. So much fun. So much fun for me. Um, so back to Ghost. The, <laughs> the Queen Mary website believes that there's 150 spirits on board, but Peter Jackson, who you might remember from our Sally House episode... Um, has gone to the ship and believes that there is 600 or more in there. I can't say I'm surprised. Um, There are some notable and regular ghosts that people see, and I'm going to read to you about them. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so there is the white lady. Yep. Um, Essentially a woman in white because she's just a woman who floats at the end of the first class lounge, which was called the Queen's Salon, dressed in a white evening gown. That's, yeah, that's... That's it. <laughs> I, I don't okay. like her. <laughs> I don't like her. Um, the next one... Yeah. You're not gonna like this next one, because no. it's a child. No! Um, (laughs) she is uh supposed to be around five or six and the legend is that she drowned in the second class pool but now haunts the first class pool area uh she's known to play peekaboo uh she is highly photographed where she like uh, appears peeking over a railing and then ducks back down only to pop up in a completely different p- place in the pool area. I don't like it. No. Um, so when Peter Jackson came to the ship, he originally talked to her and in the second in the second class pool, which had been after its use turned into a soundstage, um, and he like she told him to meet her in the other pool, and so when he went up there, they ended up having a ten-minute conversation where he was on camera, um, talking to her, and got like all of this sort of footage or whatever, and it would eventually help launch his career, which yeah. then led to his TV show, which then put him at the Sally House. So it's kind of like a weird connectivity thing. Um, yeah, she is apparently being like protected and loved by other spirits, especially the ghost named Grumpy. Um, and she can be heard laughing, splashing, as well as calling out for her parents. What happened to her parents? Well, she drowned, so I'm guessing they left, so she like can't find them. I mean, I know that, but it's still sad. I'm I'm completely with you. It's sad. Like, there's so many stories of, like, kids who drowned in pools on cruise ships. Like, I don't understand why that happens so much, but yes, it does. Lifeguarding. 
sometimes. I think there didn't used to always be lifeguards on pool ships. I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me. Um, you're in water surrounded by an ocean, and yet you're not having lifeguards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so the next ghost is John Henry, who was um, either an engineer or a worker in the boiler room who died there. Doesn't tell you how, just like they found his body in the boiler room. Um, and he wears like the, I call them wellies. I don't know if that's correct. I think I'm thinking of, because I'm thinking of like the jumpsuit that like engineers wear. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, like the Ghostbusters outfit but in like dark blue yeah um so he wears those and he has a beard and he's been seen in the boiler room as well as the green room uh now going on to the one that i don't like which is called grumpy i don't like him because his nickname is completely uh grumpy the growling ghost Oh, I don't like it. I'm sorry. That's not a thing. <laughs> no. I don't think that people just do that. Uh, I I associate any and all growling with um, demons because I don't believe dogs get stuck here. Yeah. Yeah, so, makes sense. Yeah, especially since no one knows what he looks like. He just growls at visitors. No, thank you. He also lurks in a room under the stairs near the first class pool area where Jackie hangs out. What? I don't like that. And when he's not there, he's in the boiler room. No. This isn't just some old man that doesn't like people coming in. I don't believe it. No thanks. No. Um, next up is Captain Treasure Jones, which is an awesome name. Uh, he was the last captain of the Queen Mary who took her on her final voyage. And he did not die on the ship as far as I can tell, but he died at 87 in 1993. And people people say they still smell his cigars in the captain's quarters. Respect, that's not a scary ghost. No, either that's just, like, water remembering... Because, like, it's a boat. Like, it, you know, I, I just think it's kind of all that thing. Like, the water remembers and holds memories kind of thing. Um, or he was on that ship so much and loved it that when he died, he just came back. I don't know. You just, you wanted to come back. Mm-hmm. Now, this one is dumb. Like, if I ever go to the Queen Mary, I'm calling this guy out for being an idiot. Okay? It's so dumb. <laughs> It just proves men have been dumb forever. Okay. His name is John Pedler, and he was playing chicken with a crew member and a watertight door. <laughs> the door fucking won because it fell down and smashed him, and so he died. Self don't fight doors. Why would you, like, I'm sorry, okay. For people who don't know what the watertight doors look like, Go back to the Titanic movie, and when the water was, like, pouring in, and all those doors were, like, closing, it was one of those fucking doors down in the boiler room that weighs, like, three tons, because it has to 
get all the water to stop coming in. And he was like, yeah, let's hop around a bunch of times back and forth in front of it. Oops, I'm dead. Like, I'm, that's why I'm like, I'm going to go there and be like, you're a fucking idiot. Why on earth would you do that? So, uh, he's known, yeah, he's known to pace the area that he died. I wonder if he's still playing chicken or if he's like, that was so stupid. I don't know. Um, he also leaves greasy handprints in the area. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never, never gonna catch me playing chicken with a door. That's like playing chicken with a bank vault. Like, it's gonna get, it's fuck. they're fucking heavy. Okay, the last one I want more information on, but I couldn't find anything. Oh my god, okay. Uh, her name is Dana. And this is why I want more information. It's legend that her and her family were murdered in room B-474, where the murderer strangled her mom and little sister before shooting Dana. Well, that doesn't seem fun. No, and I need more information because I want to know. But they're probably not going to tell me until I buy a ticket to the ghost tour. Um... But she's apparently supposed to hang out with the other ghost children in the second pool area. Makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's going to be so much fun, so. Yeah, so now I have a few stories. Okay. Bring it on, bring it on. Because I went to Reddit. There isn't a ton. I probably should have looked at reviews, but whenever I've looked at reviews from, like, the actual location of places, sometimes it's just people complaining about the way things look. And I'm like, I don't care. Um, so this one comes from Tunkatun, which says, I have some friends and two brothers who stayed on the Queen Mary before the ghost tours. Um... And any of the advertising of it was being haunted. So, like, before it was known to be haunted, they, they stayed there. They were ex- they were exploring the ship with their aunts when they got on the elevator to head to the top deck. The elevator wouldn't move and then finally proceeded to take them straight down. I don't like that. It opened up on a level that was clearly not in use and would not take them up no matter how many times they pushed the button. So they decided to get out and try to find stairs to get back up. Uh, Walking down the hallway, they came upon two double doors. They could hear the sounds of children playing and smelled chlorine, but the doors were locked so they couldn't check out the pool. They figured it was a private party and just went on their way. Later on, they asked one of the concierge about the pool and how they could get down to swim in it. They were then sheepishly told that the pool has been out of service and is drained completely. I'm assuming that this is the pool. Apparently, it's the most haunted part of the ship, and even during their Halloween haunt rush, people they rush people through it. So, I'm guessing this is the second class pool where Dana and the kids hang out, and also where Jackie apparently drowned. But she doesn't. She hangs out in the first class pool area. I mean, I approve trying to like level up, you know, in death. Like, if you've got nothing else to do and you're stuck in a boat, you might as well live luxuriously. Exactly. 
Uh, someone underneath commented that they have snuck into the pool room and the elevator door when they were there would keep opening and closing over and over again. Okay. So I don't like this elevator. I don't like elevators whatsoever. Okay, so this one comes from Loves Cats 29. Um, and so it was, it was the early 1990s and Disney had recently purchased the Queen Mary and started conducting ghost tours of the ship. At the time, my father was the manager of the hotel portion of the attraction and was a complete skeptic. That didn't stop him from telling us stories at the dinner table about how maids would quit regularly after having encounters or cleaning a room and ducking out to get fresh towels and coming back to find the room completely trashed. Yeah. Especially since this manager sounds like he doesn't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, the the next line is, he found it amusing. (laughs) At least until the afternoon that my sister, my college roommate, and I decided to take the ghost tour. He set us up with a tour group with several other tourists, and we followed the guide around as he told us about the history of the vessel as well as stories of strange things that had taken place on the ship. There were no special effects or people in costumes. It just wasn't that kind of tour yet. I remember the first class poker room. He told us a story about a reappearing blood stain on the floor that was still visible. They would clean it, change the carpet, and the stain would always come back. Mm -hmm. He took us down to the first class swimming pool where a little girl's spirit is often seen. We were standing on the stairs at one end of the pool with the dressing rooms at the far end. I noticed that my sister and the roommate are whispering loudly to each other. They turned to me to ask me if I'd seen a man at the other end of the pool. I hadn't. They both described him as an older gentleman with a white beard and navy-colored clothing standing near one of the tiled columns. I looked but didn't see anyone. They both said it had just disappeared. My sister was very upset and asked the tour guide who this man was and where he had gone. The tour guide assured her that there was no one in the area of the ship, that it was restricted. We walked down... Yeah, especially since this sounds like it's John Henry to me. Yeah, he's not one of his mean ones. Yeah. But also, yeah, you should just... And also, if you see someone, like, appear and disappear on a ghost tour, like, just take it. Just take it. You know what you signed up for. There's so many people that go on these ha- these haunted tours that see nothing that would love to see what you have seen. Like me. They both said... Okay, my sister was very upset and asked the tour guide where he had gone, but the area was restricted. We walked down the stairs to the right-hand side of the pool, down the side and through the dressing rooms in the back um, and exited on the other side where they had seen the man. There was no way for him to get out of the area without passing by us. After the tour, we went directly to my father's office. My sister was extremely anxious and freaked out. She told my father the whole story, and he told her that it was probably just a maintenance man, and he would make some calls to find out. Never mind the fact that at this point, Disney owned the property and employees were not allowed to have facial hair. Can confirm. <laughs> That's only something they let us start doing in, like, 2019. I can't. Okay. Well, actually, you could have facial hair 
but you had to like take a vacation, quote unquote, in order to grow it out. It was working in you until you look good, mate. But I think that was what, but that was what they let us do in 2019, because they didn't want that like phase where men were growing out their beard, where it looked patchy and like not trimmed well. So that's why they would do it. I think when we came back in um, April, they were letting people just have whatever hair. I don't remember, though. Okay. Um, So later that night, my father came home from work, and my sister immediately confronted him about whether he had found out if there was a maintenance man in the pool area. He told her that, yes, there had been a man down there, and she immediately calmed down. He was lying. <laughs> Fast forward a few years later, and we were talking about other creepy encounters, and my sister starts to joke about the ha ghost she saw in the Queen Mary. Um, we all start to laugh, and then my father goes, uh, actually, there wasn't a maintenance man down there. I just told you that so that you would calm down. Uh, any maintenance man who would have been there would not have been there during the time the tours were, and, um, he had contacted security to make sure no one had snuck down there, and they never found anybody. Yep. Yep, that checks out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. So then, this is a comment underneath it, uh, which comes from Pawprint959. There's so many cat usernames. It's interesting. Uh, I had an experience in the pool area as well when I went with my husband around Christmas time a couple years ago. We were on a tour already, so I was skeptic and looking for any area that would be fake. Uh, I'm a believer, but a very skeptical one. They have this god-awful special effects show tour thing that goes through the pool area So, as a result, there is speakers with this ridiculous, ominous music that never stops. From what I've heard on people's, like, comments, it seems like there was a time before they went really gimmicky about the hauntedness, and then a time after that. And it seems like there's also, like, two types of tours, which makes sense if you have, like, the the ship changing managers a lot. Because they would want to do different things with the haunted tours. So that's what I'm thinking. Because I've also heard people say that they saw wet footprints appear that led to the pool. But some say that that was like a special effect that they used later on. So the whole what's evidence, the whole like what is evidence and what isn't evidence is kind of weird. Because there's so many conflicting management styles. Okay, um, so we go into the pool area of the tour, and they set up a twist-on-off flashlight, and the guide starts asking questions. It lights up, so I kind of roll my eyes, and I'm like, okay, that's funny. But then the guy asks Jackie, is that you? Because apparently this was the name of the little girl. Um, and I hear, it's me, in a little girl's voice. I kind of chuckle because it was super loud and that sounded like it came through the speakers, but no one else was reacting to it. I asked around later and no one had heard anything. They only saw the flickering light. 
I've since been back to the pool area multiple times and spent a significant amount of time in the area, and there is no little girl's voice on the audio loop when the speakers play it. Nice. And that is all the stories that I have. Dope. I mean, they found a way to debunk it, so heck yeah. I mean, you know, I think, and like, also a thing I, I heard in a lot of the channels was that like, from people who spent a lot of time there and worked there, they say that, like, the energies very much move around, and so sometimes you'll be there and you'll feel nothing, and then other times you'll feel a lot. So it seems like it's just kind of a very active and alive energy. It's not necessarily static. I, okay, I think I like the alive energy better than static energy. Static energy always just makes me uneasy. Because, like, I feel like static energy would be more like something trapped in a specific space, like in a house. Because in a house, it's much smaller, so you can't really get away from it. But when it's on a huge boat, and it's, like, supposedly, like, passengers who died at one point or whatever, it makes sense for them to move around. Um, especially since the ship does still currently sit in actual water. It's possible, and if you also throw into the fact that a lot of energy and activity tends to get brought up under, like, construction. Like, this ship has been under construction all the time, pretty much. So it makes sense, because they've been constantly fixing up things, and they've come in and they've, like, they've knocked out walls to make rooms bigger. I didn't yeah. even get into the, like, supposedly most haunted room which is like b340 um which is down in the second class rooms but they've combined three rooms into one large room and i believe that's where sam and colby did their video that big room. yeah where they believe that they were talking to a demon and then they left in the middle of the night there's a lot of people who apparently leave in the middle of the night I'm sure that's really fun for anyone who works there for the hotel. Yeah, especially since it seems like there's like a rule now that if you check out before midnight, they don't charge you for the room. And then I think if you check out before three, they only charge you for half of the night. So it's like kind of losing money. Yeah. But. And they don't want to be doing a ton of work in the middle of the night. Yeah, that would be frustrating. But, I mean, I do think that there is somebody that, like, has to man the front desk at all times. So maybe it makes it easier for them because it's like I'm not just sitting here doing nothing. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So that is the Queen Mary, History, and Haunts and all. I want to go. I do, too. I've never been. I don't know if I want to stay there. Apparently, you can also have weddings there and, like. I'm not having my wedding there, so don't. It's It has no trees. No trees. I only want trees. It's also probably too expensive for me. But yeah, there's a lot of fun little things in Long Beach. Like, I know there's, like, a haunted, uh, like, theater. Like, not haunted theater, but it's, like, you go onto a boat that has, like, dinner theater that is, like, murder mystery And that I really want to do. Nice. So, whenever the world goes back to normal, I'll do that. Do 
Well, do you have anything to add? I don't. No? Yes. No. No? Nope. All right. Well, then I guess we will just tell them the things. Alrighty. You can find us at nope underscore I'm underscore scared on Instagram. It's always like if she does a DM, we're always happy to chat with you guys. What is going on with you? I don't know. Was it your nose? Nope. I just didn't know what where it was going with that. Okay. Um, if you also want to send us anything, whether it's suggestions or personal stories, you can send it to us at nope I'm scared podcast at gmail.com and whatever. And if you're able to like or subscribe or follow or rate or review on wherever you're listening to, please do it so I can check out what's going on. It'll definitely help us pick up some more steam. And... Uh, until then, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye! Bye.